Hey guys, welcome to the OHS Sociology Podcast. We are so excited to share our topic and happy for the information from our guest. Everyone knows Shelly Jones and Shannon Salmon, right? Get ready, it's going to be a really good podcast. We have many sources to give credit to. CDC.gov, womenshealth.obgyn, usatoday.com, and wthr.com. We also have two interviews, Shelly Jones and Shannon Salmon. They will not be attending us today, but we will be sharing their responses. Thank you guys for tuning in. Let's jump right into it. Our small county with a population of approximately 19,500 is leading in teen pregnancy. Orange County ranks fourth in the state for teen pregnancy. In 2018, there were 46 births per 1,000 teenage women, which results in about 847 births. In conclusion, 800 women are struggling with being financially stable and prepared for parenthood. We need to find a way to slow our percentages of teenage pregnancy, whether that be more accepting parents willing to make sure their kids are using protection or letting teenagers know that they have people to talk to. Preaching abstinence is not helping. We figured that we would discuss a very controversial topic that our small county is struggling with. Orange County is struggling with a high percentage of teenage pregnancies, even though most students have had a sex ed class once, if not multiple times, throughout their high school or junior high career. This is affecting our county because we have many mothers not providing their children with proper nutrition or a healthy life. We also know that the mothers are not providing themselves with proper nutrition or a healthy life either. Many teenagers that end up pregnant find themselves without a job, friends, and sometimes even a home. As if becoming pregnant when not prepared isn't already stressful and hard, most teenagers lose their biggest support system. They are left struggling financially, hygienically, and emotionally. After childbirth, you feel the most vulnerable and insecure, especially teenagers. Enough teenagers around the world are struggling with mental health already. Then they are taught to remain abstinent. Majority of the time, teenagers do exactly the opposite of what you say. If you explain to a teenager that all they need to do is contact a number to receive information about being safe, they are much more likely to do so. 47% of Indiana teenagers are having sex. Most teenagers are not using protection either because they are sneaking around and their parents already told them to remain abstinent. We asked Shelly and Shannon some questions, and we have their answers. Our first question was, would you advise a teenager to use protection or to just not have sex? Shannon Salmon is a previous nurse and has worked in the medical field for many years. She also teaches health at Orleans Junior Senior High School. Her advice was to always remain abstinent. However, she knows that this will not be the choice for a large number of students. She said, if a teen feels that they may even possibly consider having sex to make sure that they are prepared and to use some form of protection. For question one, Shelley said that she would advise abstinence, but if they found themselves in a situation that they did not choose abstinence, she would promote protection. For question two, we asked, 
How old were you when you had your first child? Do you think you were too old or too young? What was your opinion on that? Shannon's answer to question number two was that she was 26 years old. She said she felt like that was the perfect age. She wasn't too young and wasn't too old. She said she feels I was old enough to have an established life, but young enough that I was able to relate to my kids. Shelly said that she was 28 years old. She was happy with her age, and she believes that there is no correct answer and everyone's situation is different. The next question that we asked was what they would advise a pregnant teenager in high school to do regarding school or education. To question number three, Shannon said she would encourage them to do whatever it takes to finish school, whether that is in person or doing a virtual model. A high school diploma will be very important for both her and her child in the future. Shelley said that she would encourage people to continue their education and offer resources as needed. For question number four, we then asked what they would tell a teenage girl considering to become a mother. Shannon's answer to question number four was, I would tell her to consider all the pros and cons of the situation. She said she would also encourage her to think of the short-term as well as the long-term effects that decision would have on her partner and her child. She said that motherhood is not something you want to enter lightly. Shelley said to really take your choices into consideration, that becoming a mom when you are still young yourself is an incredibly tough chore. The second to last question we asked them was, why do you think the teen pregnancy rates are increasing more rapidly in small towns like Orleans instead of bigger states like Chicago, for instance? Shannon's answer to question number five was that she thinks there's a lot of factors for us. She said that one factor is socioeconomic status, that our county is one of the poorest in the state. She said she also feels like there are not a lot of opportunities for activities for teens. She said another big factor is that it is normal for a lot of our kids. She said the parents and probably even their grandparents were teen parents. So it isn't frowned on as much. She said, I feel like the conservative nature of our community also impedes teens feeling open to discuss sex. Shelley said that this would be because they have less access to healthcare services and contraception. Schools less likely to promote the use of birth control or absence. Our last question asked for their advice on a teenage girl who's being pressured to have sex. Shannon said her top recommendation is to just move on. Any person who does not respect your desires and beliefs is not worth your time. She said, if someone truly values you and wants a real relationship, they will be willing to wait until you are ready. Shelley's advice on this would be to highlight the advantages of delaying sexual activity versus stressing on the potential adverse consequences. Teach them what to say and how to fend off unwanted sexual advances. Teach her the significance of the word no. Now I'm here with Katie and I'm wondering who she thinks gave the best advice and clearest answers. I think that Shannon gave the best advice and clearest answers. She gave the best advice about what to do and she used her own like opinions and she um, always gave helpful information to use for in the future.
Now I'm here with Rally. Rally, say you were Shannon or Shelly. What would you say? Would you say promote abstinence or would you say use protection? I would say just totally don't do it. I would say promote abstinence. Don't do it results in no kids. Thanks everyone for joining in and listening to episode one of OHS Sociology Podcast. Bye!